You're listening to Permission To, the podcast where we dive into the science and soul of owning your worthiness as a perfectly imperfect human being. I'm your host, Sam Jew, psychotherapist, positive psychology coach, mama to a beautiful five-year-old, Emily, and passionate advocate for living an inspired life. My aim is to show you that you have full permission to own your worthiness so that you can embrace your true nature and begin walking boldly toward your dreams. Let's dive in. So take us back to Jessie a year ago before she started Permission Granted. Can you share more about where you were at and where your business was at and what led you to sign up to Permission Granted? So a year ago, I was still, I feel like I was still settling into being a mom of three. Like I hadn't fully, I don't know, embraced what what that meant. So Cody, my youngest, is nearly two now. So he was, he would have been like, you know, he would have been around one-ish or a year ago. I can't even do the maths. Yeah, he would have been nearly one because he's nearly two now. And it felt like I felt like from the moment he was born it was it was in some ways like we stopped I stopped a lot because I knew how fleeting those moments are but also just with two older school-aged kids it was just very busy and like life just felt frenetic like the pace of it was fast and so I think that kind of translated into business like not having space to sort of make decisions and also reflect on myself and who I am as a person and sort of recalibrating and tuning back into who I was. So I, the reason I did permission granted was kind of to sort of spend more time with myself and get to know myself again as this like mum of three. Um, Cause I feel like with every child and you might relate to this as well, it is like another like leveling up of yourself, like you're diving deeper into who you are because it changes. Like every kid brings their own energy. It changes the dynamic of your household, which changes the dynamic of your life. So that's kind of where I was at. I feel like I was a bit maybe scattered, like Mm -hmm. my energy and I hadn't really grounded into who I was. And so I knew that doing something like Permission Granted, which was purely about me, um, would help sort of refocus I guess my energy back onto myself which is hard when you're always used to looking after other people all the time as a mum yeah that's thank you for sharing I feel like it's interesting because I'm at the exact same stage now that you were when you started permission granted then like Frankie's almost turning one um and yeah it is it's a like it's a big adjustment and I think you do there's a different version of you that needs to come through isn't there with each child yeah, and that stage as well, it's like they're not 100% dependent on you anymore. So, like, you kind of are past that, especially when you're breastfeeding and you're with this child all the time, they're quite reliant on you. And I really feel around that one mark is when I start to notice I'm thinking, oh, okay, like, what else can I do? Like, I felt like I had more capacity um, for things because you you can leave the baby with so I felt like I could leave him with people for a bit longer. He wasn't as dependent on me. So I think you're kind of, um, your landscape expands a bit. So that's when I started to, I guess my brain started to fire in different areas that hadn't maybe worked in about a year. And with that naturally came like some self-inquiry and like curiosity about like what's next. And I guess planning. Yeah. At the same time. 
And I love how you described it as like spending time with yourself because that is a big part of permission granted. Like so many of us don't give ourselves time to just actually reflect on ourselves. And it can, I know so many women who find it hard to think about the idea of spending like two hours a fortnight reflecting on their lives. But if you don't spend that time reflecting, it's so easy to just live your life without really without it being aligned to what you really want and um, and just being on autopilot. So, And not like acknowledging all the, not only the shadow parts, because I'm a big, I love like diving deep into the stuff that some people would perhaps find a bit uncomfortable, but I kind of have always been someone that wants to, you know, up, like have this big upheaval and like discover like what's underneath. I've never been afraid to be curious about myself or other people, no matter what I'd find. And sometimes it probably didn't serve me, but mm-hmm. At the same time, like diving into the really wonderful parts as well, like how often do you get to sit back as a mum and pat yourself on the back essentially and say like, because you just don't get, I don't, I wasn't making time for that at all because it kind of felt a bit self-indulgent and um, like on, like I could, I would just prioritise other stuff. Like if I had a couple of hours to myself on a Thursday morning, Mm. I would be filling that with things to do, like, laundry, errands, um, stuff that wasn't really just, you know, nourishing me at all, like stuff that needs to be done, no doubt about it, but it can definitely wait. So I think there's also that spending time with yourself in like the uncovering who you are and maybe some of the stuff that is a bit confronting, but also like uncovering the really amazing parts of yourself. I definitely wasn't spending much time reflecting on that. And that's what was so actually was kind of like a nice surprise of permission granted was actually that really positive side as well. Yeah, like we we love to balance and blend like the celebration with those deep, vulnerable kind of shadow side discussions as well and like kind of every part of you is welcome in there. So ah, I love that that was a surprise. Um, and how what was the journey like for you in Permission Granted and how did it kind of support you maybe in the way that you do business now? Um, well, the thing I've always loved group work and that's again why I was drawn to permission granted because it was a group environment I've always had like a um ability to be honest I actually think it's something that is just part of my like the fabric of who I am I can't not be honest and I really struggle if I have to lie about things and so I think that's that's why a lot of people um have said that they appreciate that about me because I honestly can't be any different I honestly I can't be any different like it's just who I am I'm very like wear my heart on my sleeve kind of person so the group work is what drew me to it and I think I kind of lost track of what the question was just what the, that, the journey was the like. journey <laughs> <laughs> well, it's exactly like what I was saying to you before this call going off on a tangent um so it the thing I love like I think I really believe we learn from other people as well and like their experiences we can um I don't know it just gives us perspective on life like not everyone's having the same experience as me but at the same time some people are having the same experience as me so it's very validating as well and it actually reminded me of my love of being around like-minded women and just like the conversations that you can have when you're in a safe space with people that are on the same page in terms of feeling okay. I wouldn't say everyone feels comfortable being honest, but I definitely noticed through permission granted, you see people like coming out of their shell a bit more and being a bit more unfiltered and 
like mm-hmm. the topics we discussed were a bit more like, you know, we got really to the guts of some issues that perhaps at the start they wouldn't have felt as comfortable exploring. And it just was such a nice reminder of, of how much I love that situation. So it really encouraged me in my business to kind of pursue the things that I like, the, the values that I my values, I suppose, instead of pursuing what I see, like what I perceive to be like successful business, like, Mm. does this actually make me feel good? Does it align with my values? And like, what can I do that supports and aligns with my values? And that was sort of having these um, networking meetups. And so I think it really helped push me to like, because I was loving the group work so much in Permission Granted and I saw how valuable it was to me to create sort of those mini containers for people to also have the same experience, like talking like specifically about business and, and their life around business. And they have been like such a joy. They've really been the highlight of my year this year. And I I really believe it was because it was so validating and like it was a, such a nice reminder in Permission Granted that that's what I love doing. Mm. And that's what I'm I'm good at doing. So like, why aren't I doing that more? And like, I just want to take a moment to celebrate you because those honest biz brunches have been selling out, right? Like they're just like, they're so popular. Um, they are, yeah. And so I can speak to how um, powerful they are as well. Yeah. And um, I think it was also, it's so nice to facilitate. Like I obviously don't share as much in those because I'm facilitating much like you with the facilitation mm. of permission granted. So it was really nice to be on the other end and watch other people like having that experience, um, which mm. I can imagine for you is similar to being in that position with permission granted. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that as well. Like it's just quite magical. It's so rewarding, isn't it? I mm. feel like it's like one of the the gifts in my life is permission granted and um, actually, as you were talking, what it made me think about someone described permission granted as an imperfect space. Like we get to show up and be imperfect. And um, I think that is so valuable because how many spaces do we have in, in life where it can feel like it's okay or we have that permission slip to be imperfect? Yeah. And this is like we talk, you hear about it a lot, but I feel like we don't see people embodying it a lot. We see, and it's understandable. And like social media, I don't feel is sometimes the right place to be your vulnerable self because you don't know where it's being broadcast to. You don't know how people are perceiving it. Whereas in those sort of group containers, you feel safe and you feel supported and it it allows you to like sort of feel a bit exposed without feeling like you're going to be under attack. And that's like, I think that it's like, we're all going through stuff. Like we're all having these, this experience in life that's imperfect and it's just, it was just such a like, re, like reminder that like, oh, everyone's going through shit. Oh, everyone is like experiencing these different levels of sort of imperfection in their life that, that they don't feel comfortable with. And that's like, okay. Yeah, exactly. And even like we, we have mamas in permission granted, but we also have like women who are going through career changes or who have burnt out and quit their jobs. And like, we have so many different women from different walks of life but there's like a common thread I think in permission granted that um you know kind of connects everyone and that is that they are there because they've decided that they want to show up more and they they want to be vulnerable so and yeah I also loved that 
that element, like that not everyone was in the same, even though I think there's so much to learn from people walking a similar path. Like for example, being a mum, I found the women without children, I just let their perspective was different and refreshing and it was unattached to their identity of being a mum. Cause being a mum, like, you know, it's kind of all consuming and you kind of Mm -hmm. sometimes struggle to separate yourself from like who you are as a mom and like as a woman. So I love that they could offer this perspective. Like what about if it blah, 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 it doesn't mean blah, blah, blah. This is what I see. Like, you know, reflecting back to you, this is what I see. This is what I notice. And you're like, Oh, like I haven't thought about it. Cause sometimes you're just so enmeshed with like your life as a mum and the chaos of kids and stuff that like, you can't, I can't step back and be Jesse without my mom hat on. So they kind of give you that perspective, which I loved. Yeah, I so get that, Jesse. Like we went out with our um our best man from our wedding. He's Nick's best friend. We hadn't seen him in like seven years. So he'd only met like our Emily uh, when she was a baby. But just going out with them and it was kind of like they really know the old version of us, like before we were parents. And just going out for meals and for drinks and, and you know, going to the beach and things like that. I was like, oh, it feels like my brain like kind of did this weird somersault of like, oh, yeah, don't you don't remit, don't you forget, Sam, like you used to be a human who had a, a like a big social life and you did lots of stuff before you became a mum. But it's so easy to lose that identity, isn't it? Yeah. 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 But I think that is the power of permission granted. It's like, yeah, reconnecting to all the different senses of self. And also, yeah, having that broad perspective of lots of different humans. Um, yeah. So, and what would you say has been the biggest mindset and inner, sh- inner world shift in you since working with me and Permission Granted? Something that I've probably struggled with my whole life, and I know a lot of women are in the same boat, is this feeling of like self-worth and worthiness. And like, um, I think that, and I definitely brought that like into the group, like as still an underlying sort of thing that I feel like I'm always trying to work through. Um, but and it's I, I I can recognize a lot of the like the history that's contributed to my feelings and stuff, but it's just I kind of feel like it, it wasn't like people blowing smoke up my ass, like, oh, you're the best, like, you know, <laughs> but it was like, have you ever thought about, you especially were really good at this in the group, like I would be lamenting something that I was doing, like, oh, I'm so my like, you know, I'm so disorganised and and you would just offer this perspective like, oh, have you ever considered that like this part of you is actually really amazing because of X, Y and Z? Um, and obviously with that sometimes comes, you know, like disorganization and that, but that's because you're so good at the other stuff that, you know, this other, you can't be good at everything. You can't be perfect. And mm. I guess really embracing, like looking at the positives of who I am and like seeing myself in a positive light. I used to have so much ego attached to that. Like if I see myself in a positive light, it means I'm really egocentric or an egomaniac and I'm going to if I'm confident, it means that I'm going to be like, look at me, I'm the best. So actually work, like working through that was like, because that was probably, again, a belief slash stories around that that I had, that if I complimented myself or saw myself in a positive light or just like acknowledged or recognised what I was good at, I was going to become some sort of like egomaniac. <laughs> and instead it was just like, no, that's just like, that's just who you are and it doesn't mean being confident doesn't mean being ego driven. It's just like being yourself. 
And that's why I think you really nailed it with the name of the group, like permission granted. It was just more permission Mm. to be me and not have to make excuses for who I was or like every positive thing, um, balance it out with some negative. Oh yeah, but I'm like this. It was just like, no, I can actually just be this really good thing. And that's, that's it. Doesn't have to be like counteracted. It's that um, because I think that's really important because I don't want people to join Permission Granted because they think they're broken or that they need to change themselves. It's actually more about accepting yourself and like, you know, maybe softening into who you are instead of struggling against it. And I think the way you describe that, Jesse, is is so, um, yeah, just so well-spoken. Like you you really kind of, you, you started to see the parts of yourself that maybe you would battle with or you were unhappy with and actually go, oh, actually maybe that part of me has got a purpose or it's actually a really beautiful part of me as well. And I think growing up, like in reflection, again, through the group, being taught, and this is what's so powerful about the journaling activities and the focus themes is recognizing that I was probably told a lot and was told a lot that I was wrong or doing, I was naughty or doing things a bad way. Like there was a lot of judgment around the way I did things because it didn't fit, you know, like the box. And I think we're becoming more aware of this in generations, like, you know, generationally, but at the time, that's just how it was. You were a naughty kid because you used to talk too much in class and you weren't applying yourself. And like, so I just saw that the way I was as like bad, because that's how I'd been, that's what I've been told my whole life growing up. And my mom probably got told the same thing when she was growing up, you know, so I understand why it was there, but it just, I think it was like permission granted helped me to start unraveling a lot of that really tightly wound, like conditioning, I guess, around what these features of my personality meant about me as a person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and that inner work, like how did that create shifts in your, in your life and your business? So you said that you created this um, honest business branch. What, what other kind of changes would you say that you notice in your life? So like giving myself permission to, um, I guess like stand by my decision. So one thing we talked about a lot was getting a nanny. Like that was like, I feel like that was a good example of, yeah. I'm, I'm not great at making decisions. I overthink them mm. a lot. So even if I make a decision, if someone, i.e. my husband who thinks very differently to me is like, not sure about my decision, he'll be like trying to convince me out of it. And I'll be, I'll take that on board or maybe it wasn't the right decision. So I feel like I lived in a perpetual state of conflict in my mind, like, oh my God, have I made the right decision? And I guess having a nanny felt like really luxurious, like a bit of a luxury thing, which I don't disagree with, but also like my husband works away from my, he works away month on month off. So he's away for a long period of time. So actually in that regard, it's probably not as much of a luxury because like I just need help when he's away. He's not physically here to help me. Um, And so like, yeah, deciding to get a nanny. And I always felt like the group was like my cheer squad through that because I got it. And then life felt like a bit easier. And I realized I was like, oh, I probably need to get rid of the nanny because it's too easy. <laughs> like it shouldn't feel this easy. And again, I had that conflict in my mind. Like, and obviously my husband was on the side of like, yeah, we don't need it. That's expensive. So it was so good to have the group as a sounding board through that particular experience to be like, but this is what you wanted. You wanted it to be easier. It's okay to feel supported. Like it's okay that to need support and then to receive support because like you're worthy of that support. You don't have to justify it 
to anybody um even yourself so like that was a huge shift and like our nanny is so amazing like she the bond that she's formed because she looks after Cody mainly because my other kids are at school that day but they just have this beautiful bond and it's honestly like having another family member um and even Kane like he because I stayed true to my decision he it's helped him like stop fighting it as well and now he's like really supportive because he recognizes that's what I needed and Mm. I had to have there was a lot it's been a journey (laughs) like it wasn't like he just overnight (laughs) but I just had to have those conversations with him like I really because I had because I made sure that I was like confident in my decision like Mm. and I was like no I'm sticking with this this is the right thing to do now so I need you to stop please stop questioning this decision like we can afford it it's what I want to commit to I know that we could be saving that money but honestly it's like I see so much value in it and because I was not I think he would like um any sort of um indecision on my part he would maybe like latch on to and think all right I need to sort this out and so me being like standing in my truth (laughs) that sounds really cheesy but standing and feeling confident in my decision helped him feel confident in my decision and then he stopped like looking for any sort of doubt in it as well and he was like oh he kind of just resigned to the fact like oh well this is what she needs and like I want to support her because that if I support her it supports me in my career yeah I think that's massive because you know, it is so true. Like I'm also a very indecisive person. And when people can kind of see that you're not sure, they feel way more like um, that they're allowed to kind of, you know, try and put their perspective on you. Whereas when you stand strong and you're like grounded in, this is my decision, this is my choice, this is what I need, it uh, people are much more less less likely to kind of, you know, challenge you or question you about it. So it sounds like it's actually shifted maybe some dynamics in your marriage a bit as well. Yeah, like he's he's obviously been doing his own work, which is really helpful. But it 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 was this was always about me. Like this was actually never about him. It was about me and yeah, my indecision and doubt, self doubt and worrying creeping in, and letting him like influence me because I think he thought that I needed help. Like he was like, oh, you're obviously struggling with this decision. Let me make it for you. But he Mm. wasn't acting out of my best interest. He was acting out of what he felt was my best interest, which didn't always align. So (laughs) yeah, that's been a big lesson. Yeah. And I love how you say like, everyone was like, everyone was in in the group was like, come on, you've got it. You deserve this, Jesse. Like, you know, you've got three kids and you're home on your own sometimes for what, like up to two weeks, isn't it? Or, Or even a month. No, no, a month. Yeah, he's away for a month at a time. A yeah. yeah, like it's such a lot. Like for me, like sometimes when Nick's home like 10 minutes late, my brain explodes. Like, so I think everyone in the group really was cheering you on. Um, and that's always something about permission granted. I always say it's not about other people giving you permission slips. It's about you giving yourself the permission slip. But I do feel like when you've got other women around you who are also committed to that process, there is a bit of like the, them kind of cheering you on, isn't there? hundred percent. And that's where I also really feel like the women without kids were so helpful because they were just like, well, it's a no brainer. Like, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> like, why are you questioning this? And I was like, oh, like they just had such a, mm. um, a, a pure view of it, I guess, because they didn't have those emotions and all the stuff that can come sometimes when you, when you've got children, they just were like, really like practical about it, I guess. Yeah. And like, from my perspective, like, why would you not have it? And I was like, well, you know, because of this, this and this, and then you realise that the reasons you're giving are actually a bit like 
yeah, there's no, there's not a lot of truth to them. It's just, mm. it's just indecision. <laughs> it's, well, it's also society's act. Like we talk a lot in Permission Grant about the patriarchy and systems that condition us. And it's almost like society has said to mums for so long, you should just be able to do it all on your own. It's all your responsibility. And so I think it's also, you know, ha- trying to go away from all those messages. Yeah, do you know what it kind of reminded me a little bit of is, you know, like the um, feminist movements in the of past of like the suffragettes, it's that suffragists yeah. were the ones that were like the passive, more peaceful. Yeah. We were like a little group of them. <laughs> That's what yeah. it felt like because like I can't talk to my husband about the patriarchy because he'll, it's not, that's not, it's not a problem, you know, like everything's fine in the world. Like I don't see the problem. These women just need to shut up, you know. So it's like there's no point talking to him because he's not yeah. going to be um, empathetic to me, <laughs> towards yeah. me. He is the patriarchy. So it was so nice having that support. And, yeah, so and together I love that little acronym team, Together Everyone Achieves More. Like I really believe that women together create so much magic and it just it was it is like having a little cheer squad to help with those decisions like when I was feeling wobbly like to be like no you got this like stay straight it's fine everything's all good stop talking yourself out of it it's all good yes and I think you really blossomed after you got that nanny like you know I think when women get supported they you know they're just we're so much more able to then like think clearly and and feel like listen to our heart and all of that stuff you know when we're when we're stressed and we don't have support it's it's really hard to make decisions about what we really want yeah 100% great yeah love that and so tell me more when I think about vulnerability and like you know the person who embodies that I do really think of you Um, And so it was just such a gift to have you in Permission Granted because I feel like you really led the way with that vulnerability as well. Um, But I would love to know a bit more about your journey with vulnerability and what the concept means to you. Like you said that you've always been someone who couldn't really pretend um, to be someone else. But I'm just really curious when you discovered like the the idea of vulnerability and, and your journey with that as well. I so yeah I think I was like I inherited the unfiltered honesty from my mom she was always really unapologetically herself growing up probably to a fault um (laughs) like people used to find her a bit like intense because they'd be like because but then also she's people would gravitate towards her and they still do because they just loved how she just was really no bullshit sort of woman I'd say that that about my mom they Mm. used to call her um sledgehammer counseling because she just be like really blunt about um because she was so unfiltered and that's so it was just like what you see is what you get with Julie and I really think that that probably helped um you know like nurture that side of myself because I'm I'm similar as much as I hate to admit it similar (laughs) to my mom I think we all hate being told about our mom but yeah so similar to my mom but I guess having kids really um it really opened me up to the true meaning of vulnerability because as mums there was I was one of the first of my friends to have kids so I didn't have a lot of people around me that I could have those really frank conversations with about what it was really like and I think you don't really understand until you you've got your own children Mm. um, because everyone does experience it differently as well so going to like mother's group was probably one of my first experiences of like like I would say how I was really feeling Mm. and seeing how that helped everyone else like be I love there's a saying and it's like um 
when I'm, I, I'm probably not going to say it right, but like the more me that I am or when I'm myself, other people feel safe to be themselves as well and mm. kind of like, oh, like me too or like, oh, thank God you said that. Even if they had a different experience, they just felt like they could be um, open and about how they were really feeling. And I think that um, I noticed a real difference between um, vulnerability and honesty because like I feel really comfortable being honest. Like I just, that's, but for some people, that would make them feel really vulnerable being honest. Mm -hmm. So I think recognizing as well that vulnerability doesn't look the same for everybody. And a book that really um, brought the power of vulnerability to light for me was the Brené Brown book. Um, It's, I thought it was just me, but it isn't. And I think from memory, that's like, it was a lot about motherhood and these, and, and shame and how women were talking, a lot of women were talking about how they would have these like feelings And then when they would say them out loud, like, well, actually you're not alone and other people are feeling this way too. And I was like reading that book. I remember at the time was quite a while ago now, so I can't remember it verbatim, but I just remember it had a profound impact on me. Like, and the title of it, like I thought it was just me and then in brackets, but it isn't like was so true because people would say that like, oh, I thought it was just me that was experiencing that. Oh, I thought it was just me that felt this way. And I was quite surprised having kids like, why isn't, why are more people talking about this? And I do think, cause this was obviously Billy's like eight and a half now. So like, but I think now it's getting better. There's more conversation around like what it's really like in, in those first years, especially of having children. But um, at the time it was still like a little bit, um, I felt a little bit filtered and um but in person I noticed that you can really have these conversations because people are worried that it's going to come back and bite them in the ass on social media or whatever because they could they could just deny it if they wanted to I never said that (laughs) don't know what you're talking about like it's not written down do you know what I mean um but I think through having children is really when I saw the power of vulnerability and how how it really strengthens communities because I felt like that with my mum's group and I I've noticed in any kind of space like even in permission granted like it's 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 a real it's such a tool it's a powerful tool in connecting people um and sharing like just that raw human experience and I'm just like such a I froth on it I'm a frother on vulnerability (laughs) love it I love it you froth on vulnerability (laughs) um and you said that how would you differentiate between vulnerability and honesty you said something interesting about those two. Do you do you see them as different? Yeah, I personally do. Because like I said, I've always, probably thanks to my mum, felt quite comfortable being honest. Mm-hmm. Whereas, and so for me, that doesn't, I don't feel as vulnerable. And like, I do think honesty comes in, comes into vulnerability because I think you have to be honest about the stuff that's deep inside. But I think the definition of honesty is like to expose yourself to, yeah. um, to an attack, like to potential for attack. Um, so um I think some things being honest I don't like I because I feel more like like I feel more confident in being honest I don't really care if someone attacked me but there is things in the deep part of yourself and deep part of myself that I would feel more uncomfortable sharing um or even like behaviors that I have um you know things that I would and I think that does is still comes from an honest place but I don't think it's honesty in general because like like I remember um this is a really silly example but it just comes to mind for the mum's group thing one of um 
I was talking, we were talking about, I was talking about my nipples and how they were like, how they were experiencing breastfeeding. And one of the women just like looked at me, was like horrified in a funny way. She wasn't like judging me. She was just like, couldn't believe that I'd said that like out there because she was just a bit more proper. So that was me being honest about like what my nipples were going through. And so I didn't feel like I was being vulnerable. I was just like, whoa, guys, what's going on with nipples? Whereas like if I had said something more along the lines of like, oh, like my body, the way my body's changed is making me feel this, this and this and like about my self-worth and stuff. I feel like that, like that's just an example Mm. of something that I would feel a bit more, is like a bit more, coming from a place of vulnerability yeah that's such an interesting differentiation it's kind of like um honesty is just speaking the truth but it's not necessarily things that are uh, feel big or or vulnerable to you whereas what yeah vulnerability is much more about like something that it feels like you need to be um careful or protective of yourself when you share yeah, like if you share it, it could be yeah. weaponized against you almost. Yeah. In saying that though, for some people I think that honesty would feel like yeah. being vulnerable because they're not maybe they're from a family that's not used to airing any of their dirty laundry and like yeah. keeping everything very proper and professional and like close to their chest. So for them yeah. talking about their nipples would feel like, "Oh god, I feel so exposed and like are you going to judge me for that?" and like, you know, whereas to yeah. me and I think maybe from my nursing background so that was just like nothing. Like it was like whatever. That's so true. We do. We had someone staying with us who um, like just was straight up like, I'm so constipated. I haven't pooed in four days. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this person very well, but like, <laughs> it's funny because once you've had babies, I think in general, I find that I'm very comfortable talking about all of those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like maybe uh, other people aren't so comfortable with those things. Yeah. Um, and what's just straight up honesty for one person might be really vulnerable for another person yeah and Uh, because maybe they in the past had experienced yeah like judgment or like criticism from being honest and so um they've yeah things it feels harder for them to you know it feels like they're more exposed it feels like they're more likely to be under attack for saying things like how how they really feel or whatever yeah and I just want to explain the way we set up um, sharing and permission granted there's always no pressure to share because like everyone has a different comfort level on share in sharing what's on their hearts and some of the women have had loads of coaching and they're and you know they're comfortable with it others are like kind of more new to the experience uh and but I always say like when it comes to vulnerability like no one can guarantee you uh you know that that what you're going to share is going to be um 100 safe like you can't you can't guarantee that so we have to like learn to be discerning with what we share and who we share it with but my aim is always for permission granted to be as, as, as safe as possible space for people um yeah. would you agree with that jesse that we kind of need to be discerning around our vulnerability and who kind of gets it yeah and i i first heard that from Brene Brown she was yeah. talking about like how it's not for every it's not for everyone you don't have to walk around being vulnerable all the time because yeah. some people will weaponize it against you and like I've experienced this even with my own husband like sharing yeah. something really vulnerable and then in you know in a future conversation oh but you but you can't do that because you said you know xyz and it's like hey whoa <laughs> that's like a really deeply personal thing so like I can understand that could happen and that's someone that's like intimate with me and close to me can you imagine if it was some stranger like they yeah. can it can be used in the wrong if in the wrong way like in the wrong context I think it can it's not 
it's not a good thing. And that's where sometimes you can end up with like a vulnerability hangover because you're like, oh, I shared it with the wrong people. Like I think sometimes you can have that anyway, but even in a safe place. That's what I liked about permission granted is because some, I mean, I'm usually quite comfortable, um, like I said, sharing from the heart. Um, but I noticed that for some people that it took it took a little bit longer for them to feel that safety of the group, which is natural because they didn't know anybody. And like, like I know you quite well, so I felt immediately quite comfortable. But yeah. like if they didn't know you, they didn't know me or other people in the group. So it just took a bit longer for them to feel secure in sharing that stuff and that they, they were really supported in that. There was no pressure. And it was like really cool to watch as well and like to see the transformation at the end. Yeah, it's so true. And I think, um, I, yeah, I, I guess because I uh, can be quite shy in sharing in groups myself, I know what it can feel like if people, if you feel pressure or push to share. Um, and that does, it's got to come from a place where you have the desire to share and you have kind of like, you know, spent some time with the community and decided that, yeah, I feel like I can be brave here. Um, or yeah, I feel like this might be a safe space for me. So, and that's um, where it's so powerful, I think, yeah. as well. Because I think sometimes if you share and it's not quite the right environment, that's when it can really, you can you can have that negative experience and you're like, oh, I'm never going to share that again. Like it can be really a bit detrimental. Whereas when you have those feelings of safety and you share, that's when people go, oh, me too. And like they, you know, yeah. you feel that sense of like, oh, validation and like relief, I guess, sometimes, which yeah. is why it's so powerful. So true. And I think I love what you're saying about being discerning about you know, what you share and what you don't share. Mm. Um, So how do you feel like if vulnerability doesn't come naturally to someone, like how do you think you put it into practice and maybe how do you set up your your honest business brunches to, you know, support people being able to be honest and vulnerable? (laughs) Oh, that's a good question because I don't know. I can't think of a tangible, like this is what you could do. For me, it's always been about embodying, um, embodying what I want to see more of in the world. So I try to be like in myself, honest and um, unfiltered and, and vulnerable in the right context in those branches to make other people feel like it's a safe space. Like, hey, look at me, I'm putting myself out here because this is the kind of environment that's okay to do that. Like, um, if you want to, like, you want to meet me here, that's like fine. But I also, like you said, I say to people, like, you don't have to share. You don't have to share. Like, you don't have to come here and air your daily laundry. You can listen. But yeah. what I often find is you have people in the group that are more comfortable sharing uh, in an unfiltered way. And that really helps support other people to feel safe and seeing and comfortable to share from their own um, their own experience as well. And sometimes it does take more than one brunch. Like it's not just like you're going to rock up and magically you're going to want to share everything. Sometimes it takes people a little bit of time, but I've noticed that people will come sort of, oh, this is cool, you know, like get a sense yeah. of the, the vibe and then they'll come back again and they'll share a bit more and then they might come back again and they'll share a bit more. And it, that's, yeah, it's really cool to mm-hmm. see that. But I think that it's it. sometimes it takes have like putting yourself out there which again is like being vulnerable it takes being vulnerable to like to have that like positive reinforcement to do it again and that's what has been my experience which is probably why I feel more confident doing it is because I know most of the time it's really served me and it's been like um it's been part of like 
my superpower, I think, in like bringing people together is because I've I've seen the power of being vulnerable. And so therefore, the more I do it, the better it gets. And it just takes sort of showing people a glimpse of that, maybe getting them on the bandwagon yeah. and like, feel, but, but also making them feel like no pressure, I think is really important. Yeah, I think you're, a re- you're very natural and gifted at that. Um, but yeah, it is interesting because some people, well, most of us will have had a bad life experience, right? Where maybe we were vulnerable with the wrong person, um, and it backfired, you know, maybe someone shared a secret of ours or gossiped about us or something like that. Um, yeah. And I, I guess what comes up for me is that like maybe vulnerability is like a bit of a practice. We need, it's something that for some of us, we have to practice, and if you find it really hard to share in a group, you might just start with like one person, you know, like someone like Jesse would obviously be amazing to have like your first like vulnerable share with, or yeah, it might be like a really good friend that you want to share something with that you've never shared before. But um, like, it's good to test the water, isn't it sometimes? Yeah. I'm totally here for anyone that wants to pop their vulnerability <laughs> cherry. <laughs> Like I love those conversations, but no, it's very true. And like, that's not to say that I'm not burnt as well. Sometimes like mm. I can think, cause I do like put myself out there a lot. It does gives more opportunity for me to be shut down a bit, but yeah. I guess what I've learned from those experiences is like, okay, these, maybe this isn't my person. Like this isn't my people. This isn't the right yeah. environment. And then you learn, don't you? Like, it's kind of like life, never a mistake, always a lesson. And sometimes mm. I do feel like a knob and like, I feel like an idiot for putting myself out there. Yeah. Um, and it's happened, oh, my God, it's happened so many times Like <laughs> that you'd probably be surprised that I still do it. I'm just a sucker for punishment. But yeah. um, because, I, like I said, I wear my heart on my sleeve so much, I sometimes just can't help myself. But um, it's definitely not to say that I just go around and, like, it's all perfect and it's like I, I know mm-hmm. the right environment. And that's where I think as well leaning into your intuition and, like, your sense of a person and an environment. And if something feels like, oh, I yeah, like this isn't the right space for me, then just, yeah, you don't have to share anything then at yeah. all. Um, And just you can just wait it out and see like, you know, you, maybe it needs a bit more time to marinate. Maybe your relationship needs to develop a bit more because I've definitely had a vulnerability hangover sharing things like too soon with people or and sometimes people take it as like, in my experience, the wrong people that to share with. Think that I'm a little bit like unhinged. Like why are you sharing this with me? Like is something wrong with you? Like, have you not got a control of your, like, you know, emotions? And I think that probably is a bit of that, but, um, and I'm like, oh, that's okay. You're just not the right person to be sharing this with. Like lesson learned, move on after yeah. I think overthink it for like another four weeks, but yeah, then like move I on. I absolutely don't think there is anything wrong with you. I think you just share more of the stuff that many, many people hide, <laughs> Um, and like something that I was thinking about is I'm a highly sensitive person. And so I like these vulnerable conversations. I like the probably more one-on-one, but yeah, also in, in a group, if it feels like the right group. Um, but I tend to, like, I know when, when my daughter was young and I was meeting lots of mums, a lot of the conversations would be surface level. And I would feel like a bit of, um, disconnect or switch off like I was a bit bored and I didn't connect with those people that just wanted to stay on the surface with me like maybe talk about baby routines and I don't know all that stuff um it was when people wanted to go a bit deeper and maybe share something vulnerable and from the heart that I felt the connection that's probably how we became friends actually (laughs) probably (laughs) um it's like I'm much more interested in those conversations um and yeah I know like Brené Brown has that quote about like um when you put like a brick wall around 
you, like you stop, um, you know, you, you protect yourself from ever getting hurt because you're never vulnerable. You never share how you really feel, but you also block out like connection and love and all of that. And that quote came to mind as you were sharing, um, obviously not a quote, but just like a whole paragraph of her book that I can't remember off by heart. But yeah, that that made me think about as well, like for many, many of us, we need to connect on a more vulnerable, deeper level to really feel, to feel that, like that click, like, that yeah. friendship. I think that way, especially as mothers, you do, you're like being a mum is being vulnerable. Like having mm-hmm. something that you love so much that you have zero control over is mm-hmm. really putting yourself out there and like at risk of being hurt. Like I've heard that saying to have a child is like watching your heartbeat outside of your body. And that really resonates for me, like in the way I feel about my kids. And it is like, and the same with loving somebody, like loving your partner so much is you're going to get hurt. Like it's just a fact of life. And it's, it's, but it's, there's so much, and everyone would know this that's been in love or had children or had such a deep connection with, even with your like animals, you get an animal like our dog and Mm. we know that we're going to lose her one day. And it's, that's being, that's vulnerability because I know that I'm exposing myself to loss and heartache and um, grief. And, but if we didn't do that, we wouldn't experience all the amazing things that come with it. And that's what I love. That's the power of being vulnerable is all the light that comes with it. Yes, there's shadow. Yes, there can be hurt. And sometimes it's guaranteed. But to me, it's always been worth it. And mm. I think that we sometimes we don't even acknowledge that we're doing it as as mums because you don't even think about the fact that we're exposing ourselves to so much just having a child that you love so goddamn much. Yeah. All the good things. It's kind of like um, this concept, risking being alive, that I learned to yes. stop. Like all the good things, all the amazing, pleasurable, delicious, like um, heart-expanding things also come with that that risk and that vulnerability, doesn't it, of like of loss and, um, yeah, so that's so powerful. Uh, and if people are very curious, which I'm sure they are after listening to you speak about this, how can people find out more about your work and what opportunities are coming up for people to work with you or be supported by you? Uh, so the, I mean, I'm on Instagram mostly, but also my, so my handle is jessieparker.co and that's also my website. So like you can find out more about me on my website and I'm still going to be hosting the Honest Biz Brunches regularly next year. But I also really wanted to create like a container, sort of like the Honest Biz Brunches, but like the same people going through because mm. we know the power of like creating that environment and how much deeper you can go and then how much, um, I guess, more vulnerable and how much more you can experience all the wonderful things that come with that if you have the safety of the same group of people. Also just for like flow of conversation, you can pick up where you left off. So I really wanted to create a container um, around that next year. So it's like the same group of people and it'll be in person as well because I really think that the in-person catch-up just creates like a really different vibe. Um, And I feel a bit nervous because like now I've put it out there on this, like I feel like because I've been thinking about doing this for so long and haven't committed I probably talked about in permission granted but um so I feel like right this is like a little level of accountability putting it out there because I really want to do that next year yeah so anyone in Perth Western Australia message Jesse I am so keen for that and I did want to just mention that that's something quite unique about permission granted I've had quite a few business coaches say to me why don't you make permission granted like a more rolling kind of program so people can join it throughout 
that would obviously be a lot easier for my business. Like, but I have always stuck to my guns that no, it needs to be a closed container. Like when we start maximum 20 people, um, you know, there's no new people coming in and people leaving as we go, because, um, I just think it's, it, yeah, especially if you're someone who does find groups a little bit harder like me, um, you know, going into a new group each week or each month and sharing is, it can be hard. And there's so much more depth, I think, when you have the same group of people that you're going on the journey with. Yeah, hundred percent. And then you're not having to like, just do the basics like, hi, my name's Sam and my business yeah. is this and like stuff that people need to know, but you yeah. kind of waste a bit of time just talking about like what you do. Um, whereas if you already know what everyone does and then you're talking more about, oh, so, you know, last week I was telling you about this situation. This is what's happened. Like you can really, like you said, like get straight into the, like the deep conversation, which is what I'm all about. hundred yeah. percent. People really knowing you and like really witnessing you and really, yeah, valuing you is just so, so powerful, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you, Jessie. Um, you've just got away with words. I love the way you explained all of that. So thank you. Uh, all of Jessie's contact details are in the show notes. So if you are interested in joining her Honest Biz Brunches or the the group um, committed experience that she has just named out loud, <laughs> please get in touch. Um, and, yeah, anyone listening to this, the doors to permission granted for 2023 are now open. So please reach out if you'd like to have a chat with me about that. Thanks, Thanks Jess. Sam.